Hello and welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 180. Do you want to bang knuckles? Not especially, if I'm honest. In this week's episode, I haven't written anything for this little bit. Like it? JFG Ash gets into Forsaken. JFG Alex plays a battle royale game. Blech. There's news on EA being fucked. Yeah! And finally, Funk gives us a rage review. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the JFG Podcast. This is episode 180. My name is Alex and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Ash. 180! How's it going, buddy? You alright? Yeah, I'm alright. Feeling good on a Wednesday, yeah, yeah. Sparkly thoughts. Mm. Give me the hope to go on. 180. Like that number that's in darts. Bum 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 Darts Darts That's how it goes It's a song They all sing it Then there's a Six to eight second pause And they all just say darts It's true It's a known fact Yep It's a sport Apparently So how you doing buddy What you been up to Ah Not a lot as always, I had a nothing weekend this weekend. Absolutely. I could not be asked. I was so tired and just fucking just, ah, uh, whatever. So I just sat around the hands, uh, house in my pants. The hands. That's what you do when you hands. Hands pants. You're in the house with your pants. Um, yeah, not really doing a lot. Uh, obviously, fed the kids and things like that. Uh, they wanted to play some games, so I played some Pez with my daughter again. She loves that shit, which is nice. Sweet. Uh, I thought, now's the time, really, for my son to start playing first-person shooters. And uh, I know one game that's a first-person shooter that I like a lot, so I thought, hey, let's get him onto Destiny. And uh, so, uh, yeah, he wanted to be, uh, he wanted to do the space magic, so he's now a a warlock. I think it's an exo-warlock he picked, like the machine-based one. Um, wizard. He is a space wizard, buddy. Um, and obviously... Oh, yeah. My daughter saw that he was playing it and was like, I want to play that as well, Daddy. And I'm like, well, I mean, you're only four, but I mean, I could probably start you off young, I guess. So we ended <laughs> up having, obviously, I was playing with her. Uh, and we were doing some fucking co-op Destiny in one room. It was ace. It was like a mini LAN party. <laughs> That's pretty special. Yeah, buddy. It was well good. So, yeah, we had uh, some uh, co-op uh Co-op Destiny 2 going on this weekend in the house. <laughs> nice. That's uh, really cool. Getting the family involved, yeah. So I'm um, going to get my son trained up, uh, get him rage ready. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent news. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's cool. I thought it's, it's, it's probably about time. He's fucking playing Fortnite and stuff like that. So I was like, well, he can shoot aliens in the face then, surely. It's fine How's his me. analog stick work? How's his thumb work? Well, I, I had to teach him about strafing. Because he was literally just standing there shooting, like moving the right analog stick around, and I'm like, "You need to be moving around a bit." So I kind of got his hands, you know, like romantic people in romance films when they do the golfing and stuff like that. Oh yeah, it was yeah. like that, but not 
romantic because he's my son. And that would be <laughs> that fair. incest and paedophile in one. And uh, the, the twofer. <laughs> yeah, the twofer. Yeah. Nearly the trifecta. I don't know what yeah. that would be. He's probably going ahead and doing like it. I wouldn't like to think. I know. I well. Yeah. Anyway, took a turn there. But we'll, uh, we'll get back on topic about strafing. Yeah, so I was showing gonna, him how to uh, Sorry, I was, just, I was maintaining silence for maximum discomfort. No, you did well. Thank you very yep. much. Yeah. No worries. Added suspense and all, or whatever. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, talking about Straven, he's, he's into Destiny. He's, he likes the fact that the numbers go up. I'm like, you're my boy. I love the it's numbers special. too. <laughs> <laughs> what it's all about. Um, it's on, a thing. Yeah, uh, we went and saw our new house, uh, the big house, the house that we, we've bought, the second house we've bought this year, um, seeing as the first one didn't go through. And um, <clears throat> took the kids around it so they could see the bedrooms, the size of the uh, the garden. They they loved it. They played a bit of hide and seek, and I got freaked out because I couldn't find my youngest daughter. Uh, she was hiding under the stairs. I was like, classic. That is textbook. Yeah, absolutely textbook. You could have just left her there, pick her up when you move in. Well, I, I thought of about it. Time. She would have been yeah. all right, you know. Uh, I also uh, was planning out the uh, the brewing location. I was like, has your Ooh. has the shed at the bottom of the garden got electricity? It's like, yes. I'm like, sweet. Brewing nice. town is going to happen there. And then we were discussing about where I'm going to put like my PC and like everything for a nice little setup. And we we were going to put it downstairs. Like, there's a living room, like a dining room, kitchen. And then, like, a downstairs shower room and stuff like that. And she was like, oh, yeah, we'll put it in, the, like, the dining room. We'll have the dining room in the kitchen kind of thing. Like, and we'll use that as a playroom for the kids as well. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I can live with that. And then it was like, well, oh, and she was like, oh, I don't really want the PC down there. I mean, we could put that somewhere else. And I was like, oh, where can we put that? Because obviously there's five bedrooms, buddy. And she was like, oh, well, you could put the PC in the fifth bedroom. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, I'd probably put the PlayStation up there as well, you know. And she was like, well, what about the kids? And I was like, well, they can have the other PlayStation downstairs with the telly on the wall. So we'll sort that out. And yeah, so I've got my own dedicated gaming room now, I believe, from the fifth okay. room. Uh, and she was like, yeah, yeah, we'll get some soundproofing in there. I'm like, fucking, this is going to be sweet for the podcast. Yeah, she just wants you upstairs, so if the kids wake up, then you're there. Yeah, more than likely, yeah. But <laughs> still. I know her game, yeah. but for you, it's a fucking result, isn't it? Because yeah. you've got like a dedicated wing of the house, buddy, yeah. and uh, you can get like a little mini fridge in there and shit. You'd Gibbons, I've already been picking out the mini fridges. Get your rhino on the wall, so you haven't got to go down any- or anywhere for That's that. That's true. Just, yeah. yeah, just piss out the window, I could, if I wanted Straight to. Straight out the window. Just yeah. fuck it. Natural, innit? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, cool, man. Yeah, like you can do a lot with soundproofing, can't you? If you get some like boards and stuff up and yeah, exactly like that. Um, so we'll egg see box sort of shit. We'll see how that goes. It should be interesting. It's not for a few months, obviously. We'll be moving, uh, but I'm sure it will come around quicker rather than not. You know how it goes. Cubans. Uh went to well, London on a train again yesterday and came back in a day. That's always fun. Took the switch with me. That was cool. Uh, I haven't been sleeping a lot this week. Because of Destiny 2, I can't stop playing it. And uh, <laughs> one thing about Destiny 2 that I feel that needs to be mentioned in this section, not in what I've been playing. Uh, there's a new game mode called Gambit. And there's uh, the guy 
that runs Gambit is called like the Drifter, I think. He's a bit of a hobo, I think. I don't know. He drifts around place to place. And I'll talk about the game mode later, but I went up and saw him yesterday to get my bounties, like get my get my Gambit bounty so I can get more XP and all that bullshit by doing whatever he wants me to do. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll do that. And, uh, you know, like you greet the NPC, he normally says something back like, hey, guys, yeah, well, fucking let's play some Gambit. Um, <clears throat> this time, he uh, he says, you want to bang Knuckles? Immediately, I was thinking, what, from Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> the Echidna? I was like, do I want to bang Knuckles? I mean, it's... I'm going to say no. I don't want to bang Knuckles. How about you? Don't you don't swing that way. Do you want to bang Knuckles? I don't want to bang Knuckles. No? Um, I don't want to bang any of the creations from the Sonic universe. You if sure? I had to pick one, yeah. um, I'd pick that... Uh, that awful, awful Sonic game on the 360 where Sonic was the only uh, weird character in it and everyone else was people. Oh, and yeah, then good I could shot. Just, just you can fuck people, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the loophole that you need. <laughs> nice, but, I like so, it. Just like, like Mario Knuckles, games Knuckles is a, as well, you could do Knuckles that with Mario. Knuckles is a male echidna. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to... Wanna bang Knuckles? Do no. you wanna bang? That's I, and then I, like, I've heard it, and I was like, "Is that what he said?" So I had to like come in and out of the menu like fifteen times until we said it again, and it was, "Do you wanna bang Knuckles?" Once again, the answer is special. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. So there you go, yeah. buddy. That's that's my week done in a nutshell. Uh, how about you? What you been up to, huh? Like, like a scrotum. Here it is in a nutshell. Well, yeah. this week, buddy. Um, I have done absolutely nothing except at the weekend when I went to the BBC Proms in the Park. Hello, what's this? This is this, this is there's a thing uh, in the uh, in the UK called the the Proms. They're a selection of classical concerts. Or those lately they've been doing like electro proms and branching out a little bit, but only into sort of softish, easy listening. It's not like rock music and stuff, but mainly classical. And then there's this night uh, on a Saturday in the start of September. It's the last night of the proms. So they have like concerts all over the country and famously in the Royal Albert Hall in London. But they also do this this big proms in the park thing in Hyde Park they've got one in Glasgow as well but fuck those guys um so yeah I went to this thing uh, <laughs> it was fucking cool there was just it was so odd it was like a five-hour show um and the lineup was just so stupid there's just no like no real pattern to any of it like what you, what you saw but also it was being broadcast live on the radio so it kind of flowed quite nice, and no yeah. one really outstayed their welcome. Like they, they all, you know, they get like three or four songs, and then they fuck off. Like the most anyone played for was like forty minutes, and it's like, well, you know, that's pretty cool. Just have this array of talent kind yeah. of parading itself. In it's front kind of, of like you. a mix CD, but with like the best of collection of each person. Yeah, it's like the best of Radio Two edition. So they had like <laughs> they had like Michael Ball, but they had the cast of Bat Out of Hell, buddy. That's uh stage show for some reason the rock choir was there as well love it um so yeah um, did they play with rocks like you know like the triangle but they just hit rocks so like sort of blue man group or stomp where they perhaps have yeah yeah no they were just some people um 
it was pretty boring in fact they were they were one of the worst things about the whole day but Fuck uh, those guys, were, <laughs> so lots of like weird acts michael <clears throat> ball was the compare he's kind of a famous stage singer from england um i don't know how much of this is going to translate across the pond but <laughs> or into europe but uh luke goss from bros i think bros were pretty famous worldwide in the 80s oh, definitely he's, he's got like a vegas swing show now so he like turned up and did some some songs for some reason um there were some really cool acts as well and a couple that i didn't even know were going to be there like the one of the biggest highlights albert hammond played i don't know how familiar people are with him uh he's the dad of albert hammond jr the guitarist from the strokes okay um but he had he had loads and loads of hits through like the 60s and the 70s and this dude actually wrote that um all i need is the air that i breathe which is a fucking banging song yeah um i never thought i'd see that dude the dude who wrote that song singing it live, but it was pretty special, I have to say. I bet. Um, also, Josh Groban, who is hilarious, by the way. Like, I'm not a huge fan of his music, but he's done some, so many funny things on, like, Kimmel and SNL. Um, and he was genuinely properly funny, but also amazingly talented. Nice. He's a sort of bloke your nan likes, a sort of Michael <laughs> Buble, but more Ooh. of a sort of stage kind of performer. I like it. He was cool. Um, and... Probably the highlight, Gladys Knight. Uh, again, another act you'd never think you'd see. This is the person who like, originally released like Midnight Train to Georgia and heard it through the grapevine and stuff. And she's like 76, but she was really good. Belting it out. I've seen loads nice. of um, like aging like s- sort of superstars who have like lost their voice 20 years ago, but people will still fucking buy tickets, so they just carry on. Might as well. Um, that was not what was going on here. So, uh, yeah, it was fucking cool, man. It was a cool day. Finished off with, like, uh, Land of Hope and Glory and, like, Jerusalem and National Anthem and a firework display. That's what you want. It was cool. And then on top of that, buddy, the beer was great there. They had, like, proper real ale tents. I was on some London Pilsner all day. Um, Six pound a pint, though. Um, And and then the other personal little cheeky highlight, buddy, there was... um, selection of poncy food there including this place that exclusively did duck burgers we were like we'll have some of that quackers um, was it called pretty expensive burger and chips it was like 11 quid so it's going to be like 22 pound from a wow. fucking stool to have burger and chips but nice. uh, their card machine wouldn't work and they kept waiting there for so long that in the end they were like fuck it just go so we got to nice. free lunch <laughs> so yeah um very very cool day uh we really enjoyed it it was uh it was just weird like something that you know we were like pr- probably some of the youngest people there who weren't with their parents so it was kind <laughs> of uh it was kind of weird it's just michael ball getting everyone like fucking waving and shit and they're all just turning up like this place was so middle class that you could pre-order your gourmet picnic before you arrived at the event and then pick it up from a stool when you arrived it's just fucking like, ace that's oh, what you yeah, want so that is what I'll you want the, uh, Crack out the, the Prosecco and Caviar, beautiful. It's not, like I said the other day about, you know, sausage rolls and, you know, pepperonis. No, there's no Pombear in those picnics, but uh, that was probably their downfall, I would say. God damn it! <laughs> I should have it! <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, that was my uh, that was my cool weekend. Sunday, we just, like, hung about at home, cooked, like, a mega roast. I did, like, a massive chicken with, like, proper homemade stuffing and everything. It was fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Um, because it's... The, the weather's turned and you can kind of have roasts again. It doesn't, you know, you don't sit there having a roast. It's 33 degrees and you wish you were dead anymore. It's fine. So don't worry about it's, it. It's autumn now and I'm fine with it. Mm. 
So there you go, buddy. That's me. I've got nothing else to report. Well, what, what are you drinking, buddy? That's a question. Uh, I've, I've had a Happy Chappy, a beer of Moretti. Nice. Uh, happy and now nice. I'm on the Staropramen. Got a couple of these. Nice. What about yourself, B? I'm on the 1079 project right now. Cheap and cheerful. Lovely. It's a beautiful thing. choice. Yeah. Uh, the funk steered me into the direction of... Uh, Another Pilsner that Aldi are doing at the moment. I think it's called Rheinbacker. I think it's called that. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, it was like three quid for like four, five hundred mils. I was like, I'll give it a go. And Bargain. yeah, that got the job done over the weekend. Not gonna lie, drunk a lot. That's so cheap. Yeah, man, I love it. <laughs> it's amazing. These are, <clears throat> I think these are one eighty a pop. Fucking cunts. Yeah, unbelievable. I might have to. I think the nearest Aldi is in Tunbridge, I think. But road trip that there's one going in 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 Tunbridge <gasps> Wells within the next Happy like six months or fucking so. Fucking days, son. That'd be good. You're that'd in. That would be walking distance as well. That's what fucking, you want. It's the dream. Yeah, get some of that Aldi Humans. booze in you. <laughs> Fact. Well, uh, we have a lot of games <clears throat> to talk about this week, so we should probably go and fucking do that, buddy. Shall we? Yeah, I'm going to be here for a while. Let's go and talk about what we've been playing. So here's your moment, buddy. You've had a, a week to digest Destiny 2's uh, Forsaken DLC. And uh, I ask the immortal question, what have you been playing this week, buddy? Well, this week, buddy, I've been playing Adventure Pals on the Switch. <laughs> of course. Yep. It's, uh, I think I spoke about it before, but I wanted to raise it again. Because uh, obviously I was on the train, played a bit more. It's really fun, like awesome music, like really like nice and upbeat. And they've got like really cool like little transitions. So at the very beginning, you're at like a little campsite. Uh, it's kind of like technoy music, you know, just bobbing along. And then there's the, the campfire and these. I think I can't remember. I think they were cows or something. Uh, some type of animal was playing the guitar and um, you start walking towards them and it slowly fades into the guitar, uh, the guitar music and then you walk away and it slowly fades out. I was like, that's a really nice little touch for such a little game. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, yeah, it's a really good, like, simple platformer. Like, not too difficult. It's got, like, little pickups you can get along the way. Uh, you have a giraffe in your backpack. That's always good. Um... But yeah, important. The, the main reason I, I want to raise it now for any PC players uh, that have Amazon Prime, it's free on Amazon Prime, uh, Twitch Prime or whatever it is at the moment. So I definitely recommend picking it up, even if you just give it a go for like an hour. It'll be a fun hour. So, yeah. It's, what's the sort of graphical fidelity there? Is that the sort of thing that run on my Mac okay? Or is oh, it, yeah, yeah, um... yeah. Run on it, no problem, mate. Oh, it's it's there, just a like, nice... Uh, like the, the art style is really like, cutesy as well. But it, yeah. it, it kind of, I think the first time I mentioned it, uh, I, I thought it was made by the people that made Castle Crashers, uh, but it isn't, um, which is a shame, because uh, that was a really good game, Castle Crashers. Good times. Oh, it's shit, we game. played that. Did we, have we got that down? We played that game. No, uh, let me add that to the bottom. Add that game. Uh, Not Castle Crashers, uh, but that other one that's like Castle Crashers. I don't know. Foul Play? Yes. Nailed it. Nailed it in one. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about okay. that later. I'll have to check that out then. <clears throat> yeah, if you've got Twitch Prime, pick it up. It's um, it's just a nice, cutesy little game. Um, controls really well. It's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, here's my moment, buddy. Destiny 2, uh, Forsaken. Uh, I have 
been playing this all week. Uh, like I said, I haven't slept a lot uh, due to the fact that I can't put it down, but that's mainly because I love this game. So um, th- obviously uh, this is coming from a person that really enjoys the Destiny universe. Uh, so you're going to have to take that with a pinch of salt, I guess, right now. I was going to say, like, that's that's a, obviously a major thing, um, but, is that you, you fucking adore this thing already. So, yeah. but, you know, but I don't think people, most people who are interested in picking this up, it's not, it's not cheap. It's not the sort of thing you just buy on a whim anyway. You're probably no. into it already, aren't you? If yeah, more than up. likely. Uh, I, I think Sony did a, a, a clever thing. Uh, not Sony, Bungie did it, and Sony did a clever thing of putting that on the old um, PS Plus this month. Yeah, which is definitely. quite, quite, you know, sneaky and clever. Yeah, Opportunistic. Like exactly. Yeah. You know, fuck it. Why not? Um, so, yeah, take take this. Is, this is kind of rose-tinted goggles or whatever you want to say, but... Uh, it, well, it was like with when Curse of Osiris came out, I gave it a bit of a kick in because it wasn't very good. Um, this, on the other hand, is extremely good, my friend. Uh, the campaign, uh, so the main campaign, uh, I think it took me around about 10 to 12 hours to get through that. So that was two days, uh, two evenings worth of gameplay. Um, but we absolutely smashed it as a, as a fire team of three. Obviously, if I was doing this solo, it would be a lot harder and it would take a lot longer to get through that campaign. So uh, it, the storyline itself is mainly about uh, Prince Aldrin, who was in the original Destiny. Uh, he was uh, the brother of uh, Moritzov, I think it is, uh, the blue lady, the other awoken. She was the queen of the reef. Uh, and yeah, he she um, disappeared in the first game and he is trying to find her or trying to bring her back from where she is. Is this the dude who looks like uh, Brett from Suede? Uh, I don't know, but probably he's got like the sideways quiffy thing like down on yeah, his yeah. face. Yep, yeah, gotcha. That guy. I know the one. He's um, the right arsehole in that cutscene, isn't he, in the re oh, in the yeah, first game? Like, um, I was listening to a podcast and uh, the voice actor and also motion capture, he does, this, he does both of them, um, was on the podcast and he was just like, yeah, I love being like the evil dude. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and like he plays it really really well in this like absolutely fantastic um firstly i want to say the cutscenes this time uh are just tenfold better than previous because uh, i mean uh i mean you've got written down that you've played some curse of osiris the cutscenes in that are fucking diabolical um, well, it's just totally phoned in in engine, yeah, no sort of it's, effort it's, made yeah. whatsoever. But really. no, they they've really gone for that cinematic, like edgier seat kind of like trying to draw every kind of emotion out of you, um, which you know, yeah, and and they've done a massive thing of killing off one of the biggest characters within Destiny itself as well. There, I think. Yeah, man. There's, I mean, there's no excuse not to have like really cool, like cinematic art direction because this isn't real life. You haven't got to put a camera there. This no, is an exactly. engine. Like yeah. you can do all that shit, can't you? So, yeah, that sounds um, really cool. I've I've really really enjoyed the campaign. Um, one thing that it does well is with Destiny. There's all kinds of different activities to be doing, like uh, public events, uh, patrols. <laughs> uh adventures just main quests and stuff like that and this kind of uh, during the campaign it kind of ties them all in which is pretty cool so uh the main uh guy that you have to speak to is this guy called spider he's he's a fallen he's a big fat guy kind of like jabber the heart i'd say uh 
He's pretty cool. Um, he likes to collect dead ghosts, so like he's not a massive fan of the Guardians, I guess, but, you know, big whoop. Um, and what it is, there's been a prison break, and all of these bad guys have got out, and uh, he gives you all of these bounties. So it's not a linear campaign as well. You can take it as you, as you want, really. You can take out these guys in different ways. Obviously, they're not... <laughs> like hidden behind uh like power levels whereas previous campaigns were like oh no you're not level whatever so you can't do this mission you can just attempt it and you know if it's just really hard it's just really hard and i have enjoyed that fact about it it's added like a bit more of a challenge to it uh because obviously yeah. they've increased the power level so everything is just a little bit harder now um i'm uh, i'm 274 by the way just in case you were wondering where i was at it's a big deal i like it Oh, um, where am I? Uh, yeah, so yeah, the the bounties and things like that, and then you you know getting towards the the end of the campaign, it really ramps it up and like puts you like in a spot of questionability about the guardians and things like that. You know, it, it's cool. Like the the story is there on this one, and a lot of people are comparing it to the Taken King, which we played and re. Really, really enjoyed that. And yeah, this is a step above the Taken King, um, storyline-wise, definitely. Yeah, I mean, the Taken King, the, the thing about it was it was better than the base game. Yeah, exactly. Like, comfortably better than yeah. the base game. And, and, and this, it sounds this is exactly the from same. all sources that this is exactly yeah, the same definitely. game. Um, uh, one thing, that they, they've done a big overhaul on, on everything. So uh, one thing, they've introduced more bounties, uh, which which is fine. But I just feel at the, there, there's just fucking way too many. So, like, there's bounties for doing strikes. There's bounties for doing Crucible. There's bounties for doing Gambit. There's bounties for every location on the map. So you go to, like, the EDZ or you go to Titan or Mars. There's bounties you can do there. I mean, it's good because it's giving you opportunities to do whatever you want, really. Um, but as someone that wants to do everything, <laughs> I'm like, this needs to calm down a little bit. Like, this doesn't... I. It doesn't have to be that big, you know, uh, or uh, I don't... My main gripe is I have to either go to the tower or I've got to go and see this guy or I've got to go see that guy. So I've got to scoot about all the place collecting all these bounties. Like, spend 20 minutes when I start up. I'm like, right, I've got my bounties. I can go and play the game now. It's like, why why can't I just be like, right, these are the bounties I'm doing. Let's fucking do it. Let's crack it's on. Like they've never heard of a radio in the uh, well, in the world of destiny. <laughs> yeah, give you a call. It's it's a bit annoying that, but you know, I can understand turning them in at the tower, but you shouldn't have to go there and pick uh, them up. You don't have, have to turn it, you, and that's someone. the thing. You don't have to turn anything in at the tower now. They've kind of got rid of like that entire token system. I mean, it's still oh, okay. there, but you, it's not as right. I've done that now. I need to go back to the tower to hand that in. Like a lot of them, like um, you powerful engrams, where you did your like your weekly crucible matches or your weekly strikes, you'd be like, right, I've done that. Let's go back to the tower, speak to Shax or whoever it is, get my power engram. Like literally now it's like when you've done that, bam, it just drops there and then it's in my fucking inventory. Sweet. I can crack on, do my next thing, which is nice. Mm, okay. Uh, the, yeah, the menu overhaul. Uh, so like the planetary like menu overhaul before it was like you had a checklist down the side. Now it shows you like, what shit to do on each map so like if you before you'd hold down l2 you get your list up right my flashpoint this week is on mars whereas now it just has mars with a little 
fucking icon next to it so you know right okay flashpoint's there so it's made it a bit more easier on the eyes and not a big fucking checklist so that's always good um guns uh there's loads more guns to be getting now uh but the main thing they've done with guns uh, apart from like the whole um weapon slot system so instead of having like your three types kinetic energy and your power where your like hand cannons would be in kinetic and energy but you know sniper rifles would only be in energy now and shotguns would only be in energy now you can get like kinetic shotguns you can get energy shotguns and power shotguns so technically the whole thing was when they were doing the streams and stuff you can run with three shotguns if you're that guy kind of thing um, right. but the way they um kind of manage that so you're not just like ridiculously overpowered is like they still have different ammo types like so your primary your special and your power so white green and purple i think it is uh so obviously white drops all the time which is your primary uh, yeah orange uh, orange uh, your green which is your special doesn't drop very often and your power ammo barely drops at all kind of thing so it's not a case of yeah i've got loads of big guns and I can just fucking destroy everything there, which is, yeah. you know, it's balancing. And they, they seem to have got that down pretty well. One thing they have added is the bow and arrow buddy. And this thing is fucking sweet as it feels really good. I think I spoke about it last week a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, you did. I, I, I'm looking forward to giving that a burn once I get through what I'm what I'm doing. Um, it's It's incredibly satisfying. Let's just put it that way. It feels right. Um, getting that little, getting that. To, the best thing about bow and arrow in video games, getting that arc, and then it just dropping into a headshot. I just, see. So with this, when you have full bar Charlie, it when you've full powered it, there's no drop off. It's just like like oh, a sniper. Shit, okay. So if it's not fully charged, it does dip, um, and obviously does less damage. But when it's fully charged, it's like whack. And I suppose just, that makes sense in like a sci-fi universe. Yeah, it's space not going to be like Robin Hood. Anything but, can happen. Uh, I've always been a fan of the of the big bit of the Dipper. Indeed, um, but yeah, it's it's a very satisfying thing. Uh, they've added a new uh, PVE slash PVP mode, Gambit. Um, so this is a game mode where it's four on four uh, PVP, uh, but you load into a map and you just fight loads of enemies. Uh, it's PVE. So. Uh, what you do, you you kill dudes, um, bigger the better, uh, and they drop things called moats. You pick up these moats, you can hold a maximum of 15, and then you go back to the centre of a map where there's like a little dildo structure, and you stick your moats in there. And what happens when you summon uh, 5, 10, or 15 moats, it summons like a small, medium, or large dude on the other team's map to stop them banking their moats. So there's all different strats at the moment. We're like, right, we'll just get five in, chuck them in straight away, get a little dude in there while we clean up the others, and that'll stop them fucking getting their bank in. And then what you can do, there's a portal that'll open up. I don't know when. I still don't really understand how often this thing turns up. I think it depends on what score you've got and how well you're doing. Where one of your team can invade the other team's like instance, and you can go in and fuck them up. And it is okay. fucking awesome. It's really, really satisfying because I love shooting the aliens. I love PvE in this game. It's really good. And I don't mind PvP. It's not too bad. But it, it it's just a really good... I don't know. It's a completely different game mode. And it is a lot of fun. 
Um, just it's just nice that they're doing different stuff. To be yeah. honest, yeah, totally. Um, they, they, yeah, it's crazy. Um, they, they, I think it was last week or the week before. They had, um, they've got a thing called Crucible. I don't know. I can't remember what it's like. A test area, anyway. Where and a couple of weeks ago, it was just um, like rocket launchers only kind of mode, and it was really cool. Like just fucking stupid stuff like that. So when you've banked like seventy-five moats, uh, a big old fucking primeval uh, spawns, and he's got like three sections of health, uh, and obviously the first one to knock their primeval down to death uh, wins. But what happens is you get it down to like two thirds or a third. And you get invaded by um, the other team. And if they kill you, your primeval's health goes back up. So there's like points where... Because you can see how far the other team's health has gone down on their primeval. So you're like, right, we need to fucking go in there now and fucking murk them. Get them down so they get their health back up. And it makes for this really interesting game mode at the end where literally it can go either way. Like if you're both going at it, like you, you just don't know who's going to win because there's been points where, like, their primeval has been like on the cusp. One of our guys goes in, kills three of them, and he's back up to like two thirds now. And then we just smash our supers and fucking kill ours, and we're like, shit, we just pulled that round. It's 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 something else. It's really really cool. It's a cracking game mode. It sounds like a nice, yeah. It sounds like a nice addition and a, and a, a cool, interesting, innovative game mode. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, only a few more things to touch on, nothing major. Uh, so the the two new areas that have been added are called the Tangled Short and the Dreaming uh, Short, or Shore even, and the Dreaming City. So the the Tangled Shore is pretty much the reef, uh, loads of rocks held together by ropes and whatnot. This is where Spider is, you can pick up your bounties. It's like a standard, I'd say, Destiny 2 area. It's pretty large, which is good, um, definitely bigger than Mercury. I think it's probably as big as um mars and uh what's nice about this is there's uh quite a few like hidden layers underneath it and there's things up in the sky where you can go up special poop shoots i'm gonna call them <laughs> you go up them and then there's shit up there so it's got a bit of verticality into it as well but the main place is the dreaming city and i've only spent about three hours in this place but those three hours were fucking amazing because i was just like firstly it looks awesome proper like next level space place i don't know it's all crazy was it like a sort of futuristic is it ah. like a really clean sort of yeah it's, it's it's like it's all in the clouds it's all nice and clean but then again there's like some danger zones uh, i don't know like descript i'm not doing it justice with the description but yeah it's a beautiful place to be but also incredibly dangerous because like the enemies are just insanely hard most of the time um but what I loved about this was just fucking investigating because uh, this has been made as the end game, you know, in air quotes, um, destination where there's just going to be loads of crazy shit going on. Uh, and that that seems to be the case. Uh, we were jumping around and I was like, oh, I wonder, because like, there's all rocks and bits and bobs all over the place. So we like, just started jumping around, saw this little statue we got up there. Then uh, we're like, what's this? And there's just a little cat, little cat fucking thing on the floor. We're like, what's this? And then it was like, oh, offer him a tribute. So I gave him, I had some salty stuff or whatever. I don't know what it was. I gave it to this cat statue and he gave me some loot. I'm like, wow, that was nice. That was a nice find. (laughs) 
then dicking about a little bit more, kind of like jumped off the edge, and I was like, oh, there's a cave there. Like this really small, minuscule little opening. I'm like, oh, I wonder if I can get in there. Got in there. Fucking went into this incredibly small crab town cave. I made my way through and I was like, oh, there's a blue blue statue thing again. Oh, there's another cat. Hello. Fucking gave him some stuff. Yeah. It was nice. So, yeah, I'm now on the hunt of trying to find loads of cats in Destiny 2, which has been fun. Um, the valiant cause, buddy. Indeed, but there, there's there's loads of stuff to this. There's there's shit where you can drink special potions and you go fucking into different dimensions and all kinds of crazy shit. It's awesome. Uh, there's there's going to be a lot to do there. Let's put it that way. Uh, and then finally, buddy, uh, the the raid's out. The new raid is out this Friday. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to get in there this weekend and give it a nosy about because uh, another thing about the Dreaming City is is meant to be evolving as time goes on which is interesting. So I want to see as much as I can before shit starts disappearing. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Ah, there you go. Sorry. That was uh, rather lengthy. There was a lot to talk about. There's probably no, loads cool, more, man. Like, I get it's, it's it. a podcast, <laughs> so, you know, if people don't want to hear that, then they can just skip it. It's not really a big deal. But That's so true. It's your, Fast it's your passion and a, and a game-sized update to your favourite game, so it's yeah. kind of understandable that you want to have a chat about it. Gibbons. It's, yeah, it's fucking sweet. I love it. It's absolutely amazing. And, yeah, man, it's it's just really, really good. It's it's definitely the best that Destiny I've ever been uh, I've ever played. So that'd be that take you around to the end of the year before you play a different game. Then at this point, no, because Red Dead Two's out, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> that is definitely getting played. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that very much. So, Gibbons, nice. me too. So that's pretty much what I've been playing this week. What about you, buddy? Uh, I have been playing. Um, I'm going to get a couple of things that I kind of bounced off of out the way first. Okay. Firstly. Uh, I've now played all of the PS Plus titles for September. Nice. And there there were like seven of them, so, you know, it's got to kind of delve through so you don't have to, buddies. Uh, But uh, God of War 3 Remastered. Obviously, I was mad for God of War. Uh, I've I've platinumed that game in the end and absolutely loved it, everything about it. Um, And was therefore excited but a little bit concerned about playing God of War 3. Yeah. Because... It's it's God of War, but it, my first entry in the God of War series was the new one, um, which is nothing like the previous three. I didn't really know how different it was going to be, um, but I'm I'm just I completely bounced off this, buddy. Like it's it's just like it feels really dumb. <laughs> it just feels really sort ch- of childish and dumb. I like it's just it. a, yeah. it's just a hack and slasher. All the yeah. characters are like mega one dimensional. They're just like really shit voice acting as well. And they're just like <laughs> I will defeat you. So just nice. you know like cartoony, almost like um, like a JRPG level of like stupid fucking evil boss kind of thing, um, and. It's it, it's a problem. It's a problem for me, and I persevered for about an hour, um, and then I turned it off. Uh, I don't think I'm going to play it again. Um, the the combat's fun. It's the combat's uh, a more lightweight version of the combat in the new one. Yeah. Um, but the whole thing just it just feels really stupid. Once once those characters have been fleshed out properly in the new one and kind of 
a more mature experience than playing this like hack and slash game that's just like it's just nothing all, all combat and no like there's no meat to it at all yeah um and i'm sure that lots of people would have been going in the other direction here you know like lots of people who were fans of this trilogy were like yeah i mean like what the fuck is this rpg shit yeah, man, they would have seen that uh, original trailer. It, I think it was E3, mm-hmm. where it just looked like The Last of Us, basically. Yeah, and they yeah. would have just been like, "What the fuck have they done to our game?" It's gonna say made it know. better. Yeah, well, to me they did. <laughs> to me they did. They're going their way. I'm going my way. Um, I liked the new game. I liked the story, and I liked how fleshed out and rich the world was. There's no world building here. It's just a silly hack and slash game where you're fucking falling off objects and hanging upside down and, you know, killing 300 enemies in five minutes kind of thing. So it's not got any of the nuance. Um, I, I, I'm just not going to play it. It's not for me. It's a shame. Yeah, it is. I was lo- I was looking forward to it, but... It, I don't you know. think I'm going to boot it up, to be honest. I mean, it's, it's there for one day if I really want to, but... Yeah, I mean, it, it's a nice remaster because I, I remember seeing it on on PS3 and it it looked you know dog shit, frankly. Oh um, yeah, but it's it does look nice here for what it is. But uh, yeah, no, not for me, Jeff. No, thank you very much. Um, elsewhere, Destiny: Curse of Osiris. I fired up <laughs> Destiny Two, um, and obviously because you got the season pass originally and now you've picked up Forsaken, um, I've got access to all of that content and. Um, you know, I thought, well, I guess I need to work my way through uh, all of this content, see what level I'm at at the end of it, um, and so on. So I played a couple of hours, maybe, of Curse of Osiris, two and a half yeah. hours, maybe. Um, and, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> it's just the same. It's just the same as the sec- it's, it's the same as the base game. Yep. Uh, it's the same as the first game. Um and yeah, uh, I I don't know really. It's I, I think I'm I've got three missions left of the sort of ten of them or whatever. Yeah. So I'm I'm beavering away through it. I'll go on to Warmind next, but um, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just it's just Destiny. Like, sure, it's the same game that I played in. Like I don't know when did the first one come out. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Four years. Twenty fifteen was it? Fourteen? I don't yeah. know. I just like yeah, okay. So I mean, everyone everyone says it's the worst of the DLC packs. It's uh, not great. I'm not I'm not judging uh, any of the new content on this one, um, but you know it's it is what it is. It's yeah. just it's just some more uh, missions to Destiny Two bolted on the side, basically. Yeah, it's um, very slapdash because of the Zara. Yeah, man, totally. I'm looking forward to uh, trying out some of the other Jimmy Warmind, mate. It steps it up a little bit. Yeah, he's yeah. all right. But the bottom line is, and and I can't I can't judge any of the new content on this, the worst fucking DLC pack of all of them. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, like it, it's just the same thing. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I just don't I don't really. Uh, I'll probably go through it all. I'd like to get to Forsaken, but I'd quite like to see all that DLC first. We, yeah, yeah. we did pay for it, so uh, um, I would say Destiny isn't a single or solo player game at all, as well. Yeah, well, I mean, you're like mega, mega high level when I'm with your dads every night, so I, I, no one else has got the pack. Yeah, like, yeah, obviously. Of, like, fun, I can't play it with fun yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, so there's not much I can do about that, really. But no, uh, I'd quite like to get to Forsaken so I can... Yeah, man. Um, we'll join. But, uh, yeah. 
So that'll be ongoing from me, I think, because uh, it's quite satisfying just playing through and shooting the dudes and so on, but uh, not really much there. Uh, but yeah, as you say, it's the weakest of all of them. So Jeez. also, uh, I've been playing Quoob. Quoob. <laughs> Quoob. The, uh, the, the PS Plus puzzle kind of portal-esque type thing. Yeah. Um, I'm about three quarters of the way through this game. Uh, it keeps introducing um, new things. So there was stuff where if you shot certain colored blocks, then they did stuff. <laughs> then there was like, <laughs> now you can rotate bits and use the colored blocks. So you got to get them in the right spot, setting jump or some shit. Then there was like, there's going to be a ball falling down now. And you got to use the rotations and the color blocks to get the ball somewhere. And then there was, now you've got to get the ball to go through various different colored blocks to be the right color. So when it falls in a pit, then it accepts it. And then there was, now you're going to do this in the dark. Oh, nice. And that's like, well, that's, I don't know why anyone would think that would be fun. And then it was like, <laughs> now you're going to do it in the dark, but um, the different colors, you can only have one color turned on at a time. And so you have to pick them in order. And at the bottom of the bottom line here, buddy, um, I'm getting fucking sick of this. Frankly. <laughs> um, I've, I've, I've waltzed my way through this this solo campaign. Yeah. And and the 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 best thing about Portal was the puzzles were incredibly interesting. Yeah. They never introduced too many mechanics. That's they kind true. of eased you in. And it was fun to do them, and that's crucial, buddy, because it's a fucking video game. So the, that's it's the thing with Paul is like you had, you know, you, what you had, you you had your abilities, and then they were like, let's flesh this out as far as we fucking can. So it's the same things, but you just had to think of it in a different way. It yeah, wasn't exactly. adding stuff on top of stuff on and top of stuff. It's mega satisfying oh, as well. Real like, satisfying. But this is not satisfying. <laughs> this is oh literally my response this is what I think in my head uh, each time I finish one of these puzzles. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, done that one. <laughs> nice. And that's it. That's basically it. Um I'd quite like to finish this game now because I've almost finished this yeah. game now. But at the same time, there's nothing in it for me. I don't, I don't expect a big payoff at the end, and I'm not enjoying it, so I should probably stop. <laughs> just stop, mate. But There's no need to play that. I just feel like I don't want the game to beat me, but I feel like the game's beating me by being monotonous rather yeah. than clever. Yeah. Um, so maybe I should let it let it win there. Um, speaking <laughs> of shit games, buddy... Uh, well, actually, yeah. no, Cube's not a shit game. It's just, it's, it's just a puzzle game, you know. Um, I've been playing some Knack... Right. Okay. Okay. I've nothing to say about it. I just thought I'd just let you know. Um, cool. If you wanted to maybe stage an intervention or something, then obviously that's an option that's open to you. I mean, um, in one sitting this week, or not one sitting, but in this week, you have played Destiny 2 and Knack. I am a bit worried. I have played Destiny 2 and Knack um, and make that a trifecta i've also played cod wow um, it's been a weird it's been a weird time but yeah knack uh, is a, a rubbish third, <laughs> it's a rubbish 3d platform yeah, game that's like that's that's overly difficult for no real reason or joy 
It's not satisfying. The enemies are just a bit annoying. Yeah. And what I will say about the enemies in Knack is all of them hit too hard. All of them. So I don't mind there being interesting timing involved in working out how to defeat an enemy or whatever. But if you put three enemies in there and at any moment they could randomly do some special move and if they make contact with you in any way, you'll die from full health. That is bad. That's a bad game. Um, yeah, that's not good. It's just a shit game. It looks shit now as well because it's fucking five, six years old. Um, yeah. They probably started making this thing in 2011. Um, <laughs> don't play it. It's rubbish. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Uh, <laughs> so, um, finally from me, uh, we've played a couple of things together. Um but finally from me, buddy, I have been playing Call of Duty Black Ops 4's Battle Royale mode, Blackout. Um, we, so this is the <laughs> Battle Royale mode of, uh, is it 88 players now? I think they've upped it to. It is 88, there. yep. Um, at um, least for the time being. Yeah. And um, yeah. Call of Duty in oh. a big map, how does that work out? Well, I'd like to, I'd like to say it's toilet because obviously this is black. This is fucking COD, um, and an Activision game, um, and it's just the fourth of Black Ops, and the whole thing's just copying PUBG. Um, but I can't say any of those things, buddy. Although all of that's true, uh, it, this is really good. It's really good. Really. It's really good. I don't um, believe you. Now, this is coming from a point of view of someone who hasn't had the chance to play um, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which obviously has has been out for a while. You know, mm -hmm. a year and a half, two years now. Uh, massive, massive deal. Loads and loads of people love it worldwide. Um, as a PlayStation player, I didn't have the option of playing that. Uh, although. It sounds like that was a fucking blessing rather than a curse, considering how the Xbox One runs. But this is my first foray into playing a proper Battle Royale game. Uh, no interest in Fortnite whatsoever, um, for a myriad of obvious reasons. So <laughs> it's yeah. It, and I thought I, I kind of thought like I didn't really know what what I don't know what Battlefield's up to. Uh, I missed that beta, by the way. I literally care so little about that game that I completely forgot about it. I fired it up today um, to find no, what was it today or yesterday? Yesterday, I think to find that the beta had ended three hours earlier. I was like, okay, well there you go. Oh, don't care. Don't that's a shame. Um, this is Call of Duty. It plays exactly like Call of Duty. It looks like Call of Duty. It runs uh, a solid 60 frames. Um, the movement is exactly what you'd expect. It plays exactly like Black Ops 3 without the wall running and double jumping and all that bullshit. Um, it's got the it's got the mantling. It's got the sliding on your knee. Um, you can pull yourself up quite nicely with stuff. The guns feel you know solid like like Black Ops 3. Um, it's it's Black Ops, but it's also PUBG, and it steals every fucking mechanic from that game. It's it's got all of them in there. Uh, you start off, uh, you can jump out of a bunch of helicopters. There's the staging area at the start, which I, I, is is just a pointless way while the game like manages to sync everyone up, um, and then 
you jump out your chopper, you skydive, you've got a wingsuit, then you get your parachute and you go for a building. It's it's a battle royale game. I don't that really know really like what to say about it. sounds like a battle royale game. Yeah, it, it, except it works perfectly and runs perfectly. And it, there's no latency issues. This is the this is the beta by the way. There's no latency issues, like it doesn't shit itself at all. Um all of the running works properly, all of the hit detection works really really well from what I can see. Um there's vehicles in there and they they're good. There's no like fucking lagging about or anything. You've got ATVs, you've got vans, trucks, uh, and little helicopters as well. Helibobs. Um, it's got a it's got an inventory system that works really really well as in you can pick stuff up. You you come across you got a gun out, you come across a scope on the floor. You can hold triangle to pick it up as normal or square if you hold that. It'll immediately equip it to your weapon. Um, it's got a D-pad uh, style um, quick select options, and all in all, what, what I'm saying is, it, I think what I think the reason I'm praising it is because it works really well, and I think that that's something that shouldn't be taken for granted. Yeah, because I thought this going to be fucking. I mean, bollocks. H1Z1 <laughs> is an absolute shit show. It's frankly. not great. Um, My experience was not fun. Pubga runs like assholes on Xbox. It's true. Like and isn't very well, you know, customized for it. No. Like the only game that runs properly on the consoles at the moment in this genre is Fortnite. Yeah. So this is a big deal, I think. And It'll obviously mean far more to me than to people who, you know, if you're a PC gamer who's been playing PUBG for a year, then this is completely irrelevant to you, Give I it. would say. Like, no one gives a fuck. This has got far less to it than Player Unknowns, and so therefore probably of no interest to you whatsoever. It is worth noting that today was the day that PUBG dropped below a million concurrent users <laughs> on yeah. Steam for the first time ever, coinciding with the launch of this closed beta. That might be an interesting thing to consider. Um, but yeah, bottom line, me and Funk have played this game for, I don't know, three hours today, something like that. Yeah. And we fucking had a great time. <laughs> We've had a really good time. Nice. Um, it's It's got solo play uh, duos, so teams of two and uh, four players. Squad teams of four. Um, it all just fucking works properly, man. Like, just feels like a a triple a experience you know and and there's something to be said for that yeah i was gonna say yeah it's, well I, I definitely i think we'll have to have uh have a go after the podcast buddy getting some squads see if funk's on see how it goes i think he i think he'll be on i'm waiting um friend nice. of the podcast pete has this as well so um we'll we uh, have a, a ready-made squad of four to try out later we'll, on we'll wrap this up quick then <laughs> yeah no it's I, I didn't expect to like it i didn't want to like it and i i've never considered myself a big shooter fan let alone a fucking battle royale fan yeah but it's, it's just the the amazing like emergent gameplay that you get you know we spent uh, and by the way we've we've come second twice today uh, what? So we we were doing really well, like not engaging people, which is really good at like stealthing. And well, that's hiding. it, isn't it? I mean, from playing fucking Wild Pants for so long and stuff like that, you've you've got that kind of built into you now. It's like right. I like this so much more them. than that game. Oh yeah, obviously because this is gonna be. Well, it's not a case of like you're on this small map and you know yeah everyone's got different abilities. It's like you're there and you've got what you've got and you have to use it. To your it's best abilities, like, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's like arcadey in in that fashion, but 
The guns are really meaty. They all work really well. Yeah. Great selection of them as well. And um, loads of ex- little extras and stuff. Like, uh, the you know, when you jump in the back of a truck on GTA without actually getting in it properly, you just slide off the back. Classic. In this, there's none of that. Like, you can just stand in the back of a truck or go Shoot prone in the back people. of a truck. Yeah, oh, exactly. Nice. You can have, like, three or four. anyone, As many as you can fit in there Road can go trip. in the back of that thing. It's got nice. a grappling hook, so you can grapple shit like 200 feet in the air and fucking fly through the air like Batman. It's it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> Sorry, I was the, drinking then. It was like fucking, no, it's, that sounds ace. So someone gets in a chopper, you attach it, and they can just fucking fly you along while you're like... Yeah, just like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like Batman like about... Machine and, gun and, uh, out and just go to yeah, town. All sorts of perks. It's got... That um, sounds like fun. Needs to be done. It's got RC recon cars, so you can drive a little radio-controlled car into a base and just nice. fucking... You can't shoot anyone, but you can just, like, scope Scout the base it out. out. Though, yeah. Like yeah. Old, uh, it's, got, it's got deployable Rainbow. barriers and stuff, because it's Black Ops, so it's got, like, uh, you know, uh, electric fence barriers you can deploy in front nice. of doors and shit. Um it's all the the whole map's got um, all the different areas are, are themed on locations from... Uh, Call of Duty, so you've got like Nuketown Island, and mm-hmm. uh, th- there's an asylum, and they- there's special drops there, but if you go in, there's like AI zombies, Fuck. in like zombies mode. It's, it's good. Love zombies. Good. I'll stop there, because we'll obviously talk about it next week with yeah, you man, having definitely. I'm, I'm looking us. forward to it. I, I didn't really have much high hopes for this, but it sounds quite promising. No, I was so angry at myself for missing the Battlefield one, and I, and I thought, hang on, doesn't the Black Ops one start today, So or yesterday, or whatever, so... Mm. Uh, involved i'm not too fussed about battlefield no no i'm not too fussed (laughs) i'm not too fussed about it after playing it the other day and i was like yeah that's that's really shit oh um i forgot the last week uh, i i mentioned that well we mentioned that the premium pass is free and i said oh no it's only for origin users uh it's not it's free for everyone so if if you want to get that shit Uh, okay up until the 18th so our podcast is out before that so you should have time to grab it do it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, this is out on the 15th, so uh, you've got the weekend to get that sorted, buddies. Gibbons. Sweet. Uh, we'll very quickly j- just talk about a couple of things that we played as well together. One of them, after the podcast last week, we played Foul Play, which is that PS Plus game I was talking about last week with the uh, sort of 2D side-scrolling action, but on a theatre stage. And um, yeah, what did you make of that, buddy? It was definitely um, interesting the way, you, you know, how you said it was set on a stage and it's like a show uh, where, like, there's, like, crew members, like, putting props up and getting in the way or, like, they, they're they on the screen and they're like, oh, and they run off. Uh, but then after that, it was quite one-dimensional in a way, I feel. Um, yeah, and the, that problem with the combat as well where yeah. you keep kind of... Not being able to connect with people if you're not exactly on the same axis of yeah, them in terms I mean, of like forward I, and back. I was getting used to it a bit more as we played it. I mean, we we, we got through what like four or five stages, and they're 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 quite lengthy. Um, yeah, yeah. But it, there there just wasn't enough variety, I would say, for me uh, in in that initial hour or so of playing it. I was just like, okay, um, we've done the same encounter about thirty, forty times now, and. That's okay, you know, that's what it is. Uh, story-wise, it seems quite funny. You know, it, it's got some classic British humour in there, which is always good. But it, it wouldn't be a game that I'd be like, yeah, th- you need to play this kind of thing. 
which is I totally go along with all of that. I think I kind of was kind of hinting at that last week, but I wanted to give it a bit more of a fair chance. But we yeah. played it for a good like hour. Yeah, the hour fact that it's got online co-op as well is kind of cool. So like, if you have got someone that you play games with and you're in a bit of a drought, yeah, maybe just fire this up for uh, an evening and just smash for it and see how you get on. Gibbons, absolutely. Uh, so the other one we played, uh, and this was after trying to play uh, Mantis Burn Racing, which Mantis we will get on to yeah. in the news section. Um, <clears throat> we we played Go. some Blaze Rush this week, famous Blaze Rush that uh, featured so heavily on the podcast about a hundred episodes ago. Um, Can I open all the ports? Yeah, which I so did. This is to do with your DMZ, isn't it? Your DMZ set. Yeah, I mean, that's the easiest way to do it. There are certain ports you can open, but I was just like, fuck it. Just, uh, went on the router settings, whacked on DMZs, put in the IP of a PS4. All oh, the ports are open, so that fixed that problem again. <laughs> Fill your boots. Yeah. Um, this is such a great game, isn't it? Oh, mate, this game's fantastic. It's, it's brilliant. It's such a great, like, co-op game. Uh uh, we mainly play the death race, which is uh, however many of you. I think it's up to eight you can have. Or is it six? I can't remember. Probably eight. Um, there's just a big old grinding wheel behind you. You Obviously, you've got to get away from it and stay in front. Uh, but the problem is, if you stay in front, you don't pick up any, um, any power-ups. Uh, so you have weapons and also boosts. Uh, with, I use L2 and R2 uh, for me boosts and the weapons. And yeah, so you can kill each other with your weapons and you can boost around people and stuff like that. And obviously, last man standing gets uh, so many points. and It might be like three or two, I can't remember. Then next gets two or one. And it's uh, I think we were playing first to 15. And it's just really, really fun. Uh, it's just, yeah, that's that's the word. It is fun feels sort of nuanced to play. You've got the, the way that you kind of steer and control is uh, using the analog sticks rather than like holding yes. an accelerator down. And that frees up all your face buttons for, for combat and so on. But it also means that it, it feels a little bit sort of unlike any other game, really. And, and I think it benefits heavily from that. Yeah, it's, definitely. Um, we, we got into the, the way of, um, right, so someone picks a certain class of car and then we all have to do that same car. <laughs> Uh, and that was kind of cool because it gave it even that more or that extra bit of variety in there. So we were playing with like ridiculously drifting cars and things like that. And it was just like, oh, my God, this is completely different, like using these things. And it just it just added to it. It was loads of fun, you know, Gibbons. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to playing more stupid games like that and Gang Beast when everyone else picks it up. That's that's the name of the game, and it comes to a game night, buddy. We need more of that sort of nonsense shenanigans. Going I think on, so I think. because we've had uh, previous games in the past, uh, like Bomberman was a classic on the 360. It was Certainly just loads was. of fun, like classic arcade fun. And yes, yeah, you know, every every now and again, after when you know we we've been having so many game nights, and we're like, oh shit, we're we're taking this a bit too seriously now. We need to just back off and get some stupidity in there and then we go through that and then it's it's a nice circle kind of how we do it to be honest like on a game night like uh, the Definitely. rotation and stuff like that it's cool yeah it's important to keep switching it up otherwise it gets a bit stale doesn't it Can gibbons do. gibbons so there you go uh masses of masses of games so you can't say that this podcast isn't about video games this week buddy because it, it really <laughs> fucking is um indeed we should probably with that in mind move on Gibbons. And now it's time for the news. The news. The news. 
Number one. Number Wang. <laughs> Number Wang. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Number Wang. Uh, EA is under criminal investigation in Belgium for ignoring the country's new gambling laws and not removing loot crate mechanics from FIFA 18 uh, with the added intention of launching FIFA 19 with no changes either. Um <laughs> EA CEO uh, Andrew, I'm a fucking cyborg, Wilson said their games were developed and implemented ethically and lawfully around the world. Uh, He also said the games don't feature gambling because players always receive a specified number of items in each pack and because you can't sell these items externally. Sure. Um, Okay. Uh, Belgian Public Prosecutor's Office will now decide whether EA has contravened the new laws and whether to therefore prosecute. Um, This is kind of a thing with new laws, new regulations in a country is that they're open to interpretation as people kind of feel them out and work out exactly what they mean. Uh, EA will kind of be banking on the idea that this is unproven. Maybe it, uh, it won't pass through like all of the different people who have to kind of consider it. Um, what I'm saying is there's a very real chance that EA could actually kind of yeah, they win could this swindle or the, this, the prosecutor the could decide not to yeah. take it all the way to court. Uh, I'm not really sure. Um, it's just the first time the new law has been interpreted. So it's kind of, don't know. I, I think it's really fucking amusing that EA have, uh, have done stung this. They've st- stuck to their guns and been like, what are you on about? This isn't gambling, you fucked hearts. Yeah, especially considering the the recent moves that they've made with regard to other games, like Battlefront 2 crates, they, yeah, they taking removed them, out. them and yeah. like, apologised for them. They said they wouldn't have any of these crates in Anthem when that comes out. Yeah, that's but true, but, you know, they're quite all happy of that, to keep it in FIFA, aren't they? Because obviously they make fuckloads of money off of this. They're like, oh, no, we better keep them in. Brilliant. I love it. Well played, fucking EA. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Um, There's no more horrible, miserable excuse for an organization on this earth, as far as I'm concerned. Um, 2K have been taking a run at it this week as well, but, (laughs) but, you know, just just awful, awful cunts. Awful, horrible fucking cunts. And and Andrew Wilson, I'm afraid, as as someone who's probably being paid the mega bucks to be the face of this company. Big monies. You seem like a fucking absolute cunt, mate. Just out to prey on children. All you gotta like, do is look awful, on his face. Or at his just, face, really. just despicable behaviour from a bunch of fucking assholes. I really do hope they get absolutely destroyed here. Um, it's going to be very interesting. I would yeah. imagine that the economy of Belgium is probably similar to the earnings of EA, so it's going to be probably a fair <laughs> fight, maybe you yeah, could describe yeah. it as, except probably. one of them's a fucking games company and the other one's a, a fucking country. government. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. And plus, you know, like, I mean, this could have massive ramifications on the rest of the world and how that other people see everything. It. Exactly. A lot yeah, is riding yeah. on this. Come there is a lot of riding Belgium. on this. If EA win this, then all of the other companies just chuck their hats back in the ring. Yeah, and they're like, fuck you. 
we can if, do if it. If Belgium too. win this, then every other nation in Europe could go the same way. Yeah. So this is this is probably it's the biggest big thing that's going to happen in video games in our lifetime. Yeah, I man. would say seriously. But uh, we shall see. We shall see. Humans. Speaking of EA games, buddy, oh. I've got some news on FIFA. FIFA, yeah. Because although I think EA are a bunch of horrible cunts, this is the news section of a, of a video news. games podcast. So I'm going to. Uh, fair is fair. Uh, Fresh from announcing that they'd have all of La Liga stadiums in FIFA wow. 19, except the Camp Nou. Obviously. Um, EA's announced that FIFA will have some more new stadiums this year. Um, probably the biggest headline is that they're going to have the new Spurs stadium, the new um, Tottenham stadium, which yeah. is, does not have a name yet. Um, um, no, I was going to come up with a name. I haven't got one. No, that's fine. Um the they haven't house. come up with they haven't come up with one either. So um, yeah, something about um, I don't know. You know, are Hoddle's they mainly Jewish? Hero, so. The the Jews, mega Jew stadium. stadium. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think that's going to go down especially well. No? Um, either way, the the thing about this that's interesting is because of the fact that the opening of Tottenham's new stadium has been delayed. Uh, I think at the weekend they're playing. At Wembley again against Man City. That's the early kickoff on Saturday, buddy. Yep. Premier League fucking back. Oh, it's going to be good. Um, so this will be the first chance you get to properly see the stadium from the inside is on FIFA because <laughs> that's now going to come out before Spurs' first home game in their new ground. That's crazy. So you've had Liverpool um, reveal their third kit on Pez. Now you've got Spurs yep. revealing their new stadium, the stadium on FIFA. On FIFA, nice. Yeah, <laughs> so, I like that. Yeah, fuck it. Um, some other stadiums, Craven Cottage, much to the fucking disgust of friend of the podcast, Pete, who would love to know why Pez has a brand sponsorship deal with yeah, Fulham. Yeah, but not but the not stadium. not including stadium. Even though they um, had it last year. Yeah. Uh, Fred Park, Villa Park, uh, Cardiff <laughs> City's ground. Wow. Um, big, big ones then. Yeah, well, the other one's Wolves, Molyneux. Um, okay, yeah. There was a tweet from the official Wolves Twitter account. Uh, they said, we'd like to take this opportunity to thank Ivy Lane for being a fantastic host to the club over recent years. Ivy Lane being the fictional ground that Wolves play at on FIFA. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we leave with a heavy heart, but the time has come for us to return home. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, played. So yeah, there's a selection of reasons to buy FIFA uh, if you needed any more. Um, and I can give you loads, but we're not going to talk about Pez this week. Not buddy. this week. Maybe next. Probably next week. Probably next. <laughs> uh, so we'll move on to number two, uh, talking about the temporary nature of modern games, buddy, or so I thought at least. Uh-huh. This week, when we were looking for exciting, fun, oh, fun times. games to play on yep. game night, uh, we tried to play a game called Mantis Burn Racing. This is a uh, top-down uh yeah, top-down racer, like arcade racer, sort of old-school, kind of that Micro Machines vibe, but Little Racer Street being the one we had on the 360 that we really liked, and uh, we picked this up a couple of years ago now and really enjoyed it, so we thought, yeah, we'd give that a go. Gibbons, good game. Fired up the game, and uh, it would appear that the servers had been turned off. We weren't able to find any public lobbies, which we weren't necessarily expecting, but also we weren't able to make our own lobbies. Uh, they just said... Uh, unable to connect to the Mantis Burn Racing servers, please try again later. Now, unbeknownst to Vufu Studios, the creators of Mantis Burn Racing, I actually tried this about a month ago, 
and it also didn't work then. And I wrote it off at the time thinking, yeah, well, I, I don't, don't know, whatever. I was, just, I was just playing the game anyway. I picked up some trophies a, a month or two ago, and I think I just went into the online to see how many people were playing it, and the answer was none. Or or rather, the answer was the servers aren't yeah, there. So, you can't. So anyway, definitely none. Um, so yeah, there's no P2P options here. It was dedicated service by the looks, and that meant that we couldn't play it. Um, and I, I was kind of thinking, well, you know, we could leave it at that, but that's not cool, man. Like this game isn't mega old. It's only just come out on Switch as well. So the studio's a, a full-time studio that's still developing. Like they're working on new projects at the moment, and they're you know they've released Mantis Burn recently. Famously, Mantis Burn was one of the first games to have crossplay as well yeah, uh, between. Uh, PS4 and PC and Xbox what? One P- and PC. But PS4? No, cross-play, no. Who'd have thought Strange one. Um, but the game, the game also, the thing that really tipped me over the edge was I went onto the store and it still says on there extensive online modes for up to eight players. And then I was like, well, who fucking makes this thing anyway? And it turns out it's the dudes who make Pure Pool and that poker game that I bought. Brilliant. Which is quite funny. Great guys. Um, but Love those guys. They're a studio in Birmingham, and they've been heavily advertising the fact that the game is is discounted below a fiver on the store at the moment. Yeah, and and advertising its online gaming capabilities and so on. And I was like, this isn't cool, man. Like, I'm not really, I'm not having this. That's breaking. So, that's false advertising, mate. It, it's not cool, is it? So I sent him a message um, on Twitter saying, um, I, I, this game isn't working. Like. The server's still active for this game. Didn't get a response. Left it a couple of days. Tweeted him again from the JFG podcast account, saying, oh, yeah. uh, "Like saying we'd like to know," and um, wondering if that would carry some more weight because they don't know that only five people listen to this. But they haven't got any idea at all. Um, so <laughs> anyway, I got a listening this week now. Though, like, oh. Yeah, yeah, I got a response saying uh, that yes, the game features. Uh, online modes for up to eight players and to try enabling crossplay for the best chance of finding matches. Now, this obviously, two things here. Firstly, I know that it's supposed to support eight players, but it fucking doesn't at the moment, buddies. And also, don't be telling me to put cr- crossplay on because although crossplay was turned on already, you know, no cunts playing your game. There's no fucking servers, no lobbies to join. There's, There's nothing no servers, there. mate. Yeah. So, um,. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I replied and I said, it looks to me like the servers aren't on, mate, because I, I can't search for public lobbies. There's no one playing it. I can't create private lobbies. I've, I've had cross-play enabled the whole time. And then I jumped on their Discord and I started sending the messages on there saying, anyone playing on PS4? Doesn't seem to be working. I got a few nibbles. Other people saying, oh, Ooh. yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to be... No, I haven't played it for a while on PS4, but no, it's not issue. fucking working. Yeah, no, it's not working. So this morning I woke up to a message from Vufu saying that they apologised for the temporary outage and saying that the servers are now back online. And I loaded up the game this afternoon, buddy, and the servers are back online. So nice. I, I'm, I can only speculate... Count it I'm down not, as a win, buddy. All I can say is that the servers didn't appear to be on before. Uh, and uh, your boy JFG Alex pestered the company for a couple of days, <laughs> and the servers do seem to be on now, buddies. Um, well, we'll have to see every week until they get turned off again. Yeah. Now, whether they were actually turned off, obviously I'm speculating. What they didn't know was 
last Friday wasn't the first time recently that I've tried to play the thing. Um, and a month ago, it didn't work either, which uh, it seems unlikely that they were suffering an issue for then. a month. And now, yeah, but yeah. there's no interest anyway because there's no one playing. So I can only conclude tentatively that they've turned the servers back on for us, buddy. So uh, <laughs> you're welcome, everyone. And it's a great game for under a fiver. So highly recommend you pick it up, buddy. Now that <laughs> and let works. me know if the game doesn't work or the servers don't work, buddy. And I'll get on to the boys in Birmingham and make sure they fucking sort yeah. that shit out. Why, why can't I play my game online? Yeah, what the hell? This is. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, that's my most important news. I've got very little else, so I'll just breeze through these very quickly, buddy, in a sort of favourite news things of the week kind of fashion. Oh, classic, um, I love it. Fortnite Monopoly has been announced. It's launching this October. Pre-orders are selling out really quickly for some reason. Fucking love Fortnite. Best game Civilization ever. Civilization VI is coming out on the Nintendo Switch. I'll back that up. Fucking, that's cool, isn't it? Yeah, man, I'll, I'll back that up. Got it like that. I mean, I've got it on PC, but I haven't played it yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I um, bought it back in, like, January. It's like, ah, yeah, buying I can't games. Run that thing, so I couldn't jump in with you, really. Um, yeah, that's cool that it's coming to Switch. Yeah, man. Um, it's going to have all the DLC until then as well, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, why, why should it come out on consoles, to be honest? That'd be sweet. Yeah, Good it's just that. putting that work in with the controller, isn't it? Whereas That's Switch's got a touchscreen. Oh, screen, touch screen. So. Oh, fuck. It's going to be a shit version, isn't it? Oh. I don't think so. They're making the proper one. but Better be all right. They're making a UI for it and everything. Don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll report on it when I back it up. Yeah, let me know when you back it up, buddy. Uh, finally from me, uh, Spider-Man. The new Spider-Man game is the fastest selling game of the year so far. Uh, which is always an achievement for a game that's a, a console exclusive, I think. Um, it's the fastest-selling game of the year so far, narrowly beating Far Cry 5, uh, which was multi-platform, of course. Um, amazingly as well, considering how well it did, um, Spider-Man has sold sold double that of God of War in its opening week. And I thought God of War apparently did very, very well. It so. did very well. But this Spider-Man's is done, absolutely bossy. It's a bit more mainstream, I'd say, Spider-Man. than uh, yeah. Old Kratos, unfortunately. Well, I mean, the certification alone would give it a massive leg up, wouldn't it? But well, um, that is true. But yeah, everyone loves a bit of Spider-Man. Um, game looks awesome. I'm looking forward to picking it up when it's heavily discounted, buddy. Yeah, um, buddy. Me too. We we'll do. report on that <laughs> game like when no one really cares about it. Gibbons. <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. So what we as do is tradition. Gibbons. So yeah, uh, that's my news, buddy. I think it's probably only fair, therefore, that I hand over to you for uh, my favourite section, and I'm sure the listeners as well. And that, of course, is Ash's news favourite things of the week. If you like news but hate information, you have found the right place. Ash's news favourite thing of the week. Cheers, buddy. Yeah things this week that have been in the news uh gonna do it as quick as i can because uh, i want to go play cod uh xbox australia has released a grease proof PUBG controller it's for people with greasy hands i guess and you can wipe it clean sure is there a barbecue in australia aspect to this at all or is it just uh a greasy hand thing specifically. That yeah, probably. I is didn't that read just it. me being racist? Don't know. Maybe is it racist? I mean, I would read people it. Like barbecues. But the article's not fucking loading up right now. 
uh, to be honest, it'd be it wouldn't be in the spirit of this news section, buddy, for you to investigate further. So please don't. Oh, there's something about winner winner chicken dinner slogan because you know PUBG kind of what I thought. got yeah. that in there, didn't they? Because uh, yeah, no, that's never been around before. That cunts. Uh, Dead Cells, that game I've played on the Switch quite a bit. Um, it's outselling, um, or, or yeah, on the Switch, it's outselling the PS4 version 4 to 1. Shit, that's, that's crazy. I know. Loads of people playing Dead Cells on the Switch, which is nice. But we've already said about PUBG dipping below a million. Uh, there's a for, uh, Forza Horizon 4 demo available uh, today. Uh, today being Wednesday. So if you want to play Forza Horizon 4, there's a demo of it. I'd do there that. There you go. That sounds good. Uh, Battlefield 1 Premium Pass is now free. We said that until the 18th of September. We touched on that. That's on all everything. Uh, Alan Wake, that guy from Alan Wake, uh, could be returning as a live-action television series. Everyone's getting on this shit now, aren't they? Yeah, I heard Halo's in the works as well, and yep. uh, obviously Witcher 2, so... Weird. Uh, yeah. Next, we've got, uh, if you want to play Nintendo Switch Online, I, I don't really know why, uh, but from the 18th of September, you'll have to pay for that shit, so that's um, confirmed that it's the 18th of uh, yeah, September. Week, yeah, This week, rather, if you... Yeah, Depends on Depends on you're Depends, listening, really. I mean, this could be a year ago. Years in the past. Yeah. Many moons ago. Yeah. You know. Many <laughs> moons <laughs> ago. Uh, I miss that section, not really. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was a good one. We did I it for like it. a year, and then we were like, well, next week. can't really do it anymore. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard has an unannounced project, um, and it's going to be branded a new action-packed first-person game. Yeah, loot boxes, loot boxes by with Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, uh, to finish with, I've got two really stupid stories here. Um, one: uh, a divorce site in the UK claims that five percent of divorces are due to Fortnite. <laughs> which is quite funny uh, and the last one uh, for this week is um, in the Spider-Man game old Phil Spider-Man there was an easter egg of uh, on a uh, cinema billboard saying Maddie will you marry me so this came about with some guy tweeting the developer saying like oh can you put this in your game because I want to marry this bird called Maddie um yeah, they broke up before the game came out. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So he did a big old thing on YouTube, how he's all like really sad about it coming out in the game. Um, and like the developers actually came back and said, um, we can patch this out of the game if you want, <laughs> which is quite nice. That's kind of, yeah, that's very cool of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was quite funny. Um, I think he replied with uh, something uh, about his nan. And I was like, I've lost interest in this story now, so I had to stop yeah. reading. I didn't Delving care. too deep. Yeah, yeah. so whatever, cunt. You're a dickhead. <laughs> and you're alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, so there you go, buddy. There's some news favourite things of this week's news favourite things. Well, thank you very much, buddy. That was your news. Of course, before that was my news. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the news. And now it's time for Out This Week. Let's take a look at some games coming out. 
Slowly filled with microtransactions Loot crates pay to win mechanics Because fuck you all Fuck you all Fuck you all Fuck you Buy our shit. That's how this week. Yeah, I okay. We got some bit. games, buddy, this week that are out this week. They're out this week. The games. Um. So let me what know we got? what we got. We um, got Insurgency Sandstorm, not to be confused with Darude Sandstorm. Uh, it will arrive on PC this week, buddy, and that is a tactical first-person shooter. I was watching a little bit of it earlier. Um. It looks a lot like, yeah, it's got a sort of rainbow kind of look about it in the desert. It's kind of, yeah, Counter-Strike-esque kind of thing. Okay. Probably sort of tactical first-person shooter. Uh, if I was if I was doing a podcast and didn't know very much about this game but liked jumping to conclusions, a.k.a. what's happening literally right now. Right now, yeah. I would say that perhaps this is the first wave of people trying to cash in on the bewildering sudden or well, gradual success of uh, Rainbow Six Siege Ooh. which looked like a, it was going to be a complete flop and then was kind of rescued by Yeah, they rectified the, that. I don't know how. Game as a service I or, don't really I don't whatever. like it still. No, no. So yeah, that's that. Uh, we've also got Transference coming to Xbox, PS4 and PC this week. Uh, it's a psychological first-person thriller. It's that Elijah Wood vehicle that you saw in the Ubisoft conference at E3. Um, this supports VR on PS4 and PC as well. Um, it's yeah, looks kind of scary. It's got something to do with body swapping um, and jump scares and Elijah Wood. So that's out this week. That's if- out this week. That's out this week. Uh, the Bard's <laughs> Tale 4 Barrows Deep arrives on PC. Barrows Deep, funny, like it. Um, this is a medieval RPG with turn-based combat. Um, it's the Bard's Tale 4, buddy, so it's the fourth in the series. It's the fourth Bard's Tale. Yep, we've got Fishing Sim World coming to PC, PS4 <gasps> and Xbox. Wow. Uh, it's, it's fishing. It's a fishing game. Um, Sign me up. It's a very nice-looking fishing game. It doesn't support VR, though. So, Fuck that game. Yeah, uh, 60 parsecs exclamation mark arrives on PC this week. Uh, it's a funny looking isometric RPG set in space. And uh, yeah, kind of 16 bit esque. Looks quite quite a funny script. That could be worth a look. Nice. Um, we, Star Control Origins arrives on PC this week. That is a sort of an asteroids kind of homage, but with kind of RPG elements in that there's sort of exploration involved and so on. But. It is essentially that sort of asteroids vibe of floating and thrusting back and forth, so to speak, buddy. Okay, uh, I've just had an idea, right? Go on. Right, Asteroids Battle Royale. That that would work right? fine. No, I haven't finished, yeah? Mm-hmm. You are the asteroids. You're the asteroids? A, yeah, you're the asteroids and you have to dodge all the bullets. Last one alive wins. I like it. They can crowbar that in there. Uh, all of these games, of course, are Battle Royale games. Fishing Sim World, The Bard's <laughs> Tale for 100 fish in a lake, yeah? yeah. Battle Some Royale, guy. Elijah Wood edition. It's all, it's all Battle Royale. Um, <laughs> we've, we've, we've also got... Um, 
These two are very interesting. Firstly, uh, 8-bit armies, we were just talking about how there aren't enough R- um, RTSs on consoles. Fucking this RTSs, is this really. is a, a real-time strategy game. It basically looks like a sort of 8-bit version of Command & Conquer Red Alert. Um, and by that, I mean it literally looks like an 8-bit version of Command & Conquer Red Alert. Okay. But it's coming to PS4 and Xbox specifically. Does it have um, online? I believe it does. It's got all of the uh, different like troop settings. You've got like combine harvesters. The way that Red Alert kind of had you harvesting planets and stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, got to get that corn. So yeah, it's 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 probably worth a look. I think okay. there'll be some videos on this just because it's just you know there's nothing in that genre on that console. Yeah, yeah, totally. So could be worth a look. Uh, and the other one that obviously I find quite interesting, uh, Blind, is out this week. On PlayStation VR and PC, and this is uh, a first-person uh, adventure kind of VR game. Uh, but you play a blind protagonist, so you're operating <laughs> via sonar in an, in the sort of daredevil sense of that yeah, whole. I get that. Sorry, I'm drop... not laughing at blind people. But... No, it's fine. It's. Uh... I mean, a blind VR game. It just sounds. It does. Yeah, a bit of uh, I feel like I could make that game. It's <laughs> it, it's kind of interesting. Like it's got that uh, that daredevil thing where yeah, you know, the senses kind of the, way, the outline yeah, the, or whatever. Is if it? there's a noise, then it kind of almost like a stone in a pool, kind of yeah, pushes out, showing the outlines of the like room a around sonar, you, it's, like you said, yeah, like a sonar, sonar yeah. yeah. Might be really annoying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But it's something know. different. It's something different, and that is important in these times. Buddy. Givens. So yeah, uh, that is out this week. No gigantic fucking AAA towns. Fucking but, golden uh, release time. My ass. <laughs> we're kind of in there. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Nice, by the way. Just just because I can fucking have a dig here. Nice to see that all the reviews have come out for Tomb Raider, um, the new one. And uh, all of them, literally everyone I've read so far, absolutely fucking destroys the script and the voice acting. Get in! Um, and I'm very Nothing's pleased changed. about that. Because <laughs> th- th- that wasn't really mentioned for Rise of the Tomb Raider no, in the original reboot. Yeah. But yeah, people saying it's a fucking miserable experience playing like, like the cliches and the terrible acting there's a really funny clip I've seen where Lara is telling someone about a loved one who's died and their reaction apparently is a laugh but it sounds like a cry they literally she just turns to them there's like a three second pause and they just go uh! <laughs> 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 it's brilliant like uh... yeah the script has, has reached its own personal nadir here. It's reached meme status at nice. this point. Yeah, so uh, I'm not saying Rihanna Pratchett was entirely responsible uh, for the the misery that is the rebooted Tomb Raider, buddy. But uh, yeah, that happened. Not. I'm not saying. I'm not no, saying. You're that. Not so, saying so that, that's obviously. out this week, buddy. That's out this week. And now it's time for Fuckwick Corner. Fuckwick Corner with Funk. Fuckwick Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. Funk. 
Rosie got any questions, buddy? Uh, his first one is this, buddy. He says, yeah, how good was that cod beater? Yeah, so I don't know. He do- Ash doesn't know. I've heard we good talk- things. We've talked about it rather <laughs> a lot. So we'll just sweep over that. We're going to go and play it with Funk in about, I don't know, 15 minutes' time. So, yeah, um, yeah fucking good. Uh, weirdly so. Almost kind of, I don't know, don't really understand what to make of it all. But uh, it made me question my whole kind of belief system. But... Uh, <laughs> There we are. What belief system? <laughs> no, you're right. I don't have one of those. Uh, Funk also <laughs> says this. Um, Funk picks up Divinity 2. Um, is it called Original Sin? Originity of Sin. Is it called that? <laughs> Origin- Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah. Sorry, I got there. Um, he says this. Divinity 2 is a great game. I'm not normally one for stories, and I usually play games with the music off, but it's just got the lot. XCOM-style combat, sneaking, Skyrim-style exploring. Everyone you talk to gives you info, and you can do it any way you want. I'm weirdly already thinking about a second playthrough when I haven't even finished the first act. This guy's crazy. The classes are all really different, and how you build your character really changes all the abilities as you go along. Uh, Books to read to gain skills, crafting to learn, and you need to build your party of four people to complement each other. Just fucking outstanding game-making. Nice. Well, that, we need that to sounds get in on this mid- thing, Yeah, man. we need to get it. Um, if you can get back to us on how it controls on the uh, on the PS4, well, I guess because yeah. it's like XCOM style combat, then I guess probably just like XCOM. But you know, because obviously this was built for PC uh, in the first place, and yeah, I'd, I'd like to know on about the the control system and how that works. To be honest, yeah, that would be. It, cool well, to I mean, know. obviously, he's given us a, a, a fucking. A rage review there, so uh, it's obviously a good game. But yeah, like to know. I like I like the idea that it's you can kind of got free movement, but also kind of snaps into a sort of grid based XCOM system. I, I I was always a fan of that, and the idea that you're building a character with its own sort of set of skills and so on, mm. like that really works when it comes to XCOM style sort of turn based combat because of the sort of strategy that goes into it. Um, yeah, and it has to be a well-made game to accommodate all those different fucking skills and playing styles, I'd imagine. So yeah, yeah. I just realised that I said a rage review, not a rave review, but I like it. I like rage review. Yeah, it's giving us a rage review. He likes it so much, he's fucking livid. He's popping yeah. like an angry boner. Ah! Just <laughs> absolute joy. Givens. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, we will be picking that up. Uh, it's going to happen. We will have sex in your car again. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and and we'll come and play the COD beta with you shortly, Funk. Give so, it, uh, Let's do yeah. it. Thanks very much for that, Funk. Every week we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or at justforgamers.co.uk. Now it's time for JFG Street Beat. You got a question we want to know. Facebook, Twitter, we're on a mall. So hit us up and be on the show. The JFG Street Beat. Mm, Street Beat. We want to know. Get on the show. Get on the show, and uh, we got our friendly neighbourhood Octo Pizzle on the show this week. The old PJ's involved, PJ. buddy. P Dizzle. 
Yeah. Uh, first one, quick one from him. He says, uh, predictions on when F1 will drop to £30. It was stupidly quick last time, wasn't it? Three to four weeks or something silly. Yeah. But it's... Yeah. It's, it kind of did really well with the sales. Well, yeah, year. Funk did mention that earlier when I was talking to him about it. And yeah. uh, he was sort of saying, yeah, it's, it's sold really well this time. It stayed at the top of the charts for a couple of weeks. But... Um, that's got a lot to do with how poorly Pez performed. That is true. Um, yeah. Brought it out in a little sort of lull I don't think well. it's probably top this week. I feel like Spider-Man might be. Yeah, Spider-Man's very much top <laughs> this week. Um, so, yeah, it might be a, a, a massive drastic decline. So, I don't know, month or so? I don't know. Over a month. Destiny, Destiny's Forsaken was seventh this week. Oh, which was it? Seems pretty impressive for a DLC Just pack. a DLC, not, that's crazy. Not even a video game. Yeah. It's still like snuck into the top ten. There you go. Like, Why, surely it can't be in the top 10 if it's not a video game, though. The video game does seem, It doesn't seem doesn't right to me, sense. buddy. But Who would do such a thing? I wouldn't like to speculate, buddy, but all I can say is <laughs> I didn't make the chart and it wouldn't be in there if I had. So, there we are. Um, <laughs> finally, um, oh no, a couple of, couple of more things from PJ. Firstly, he says... Uh, on the next console matter, I think I'd be disappointed if they brought out a more powerful PS4 Pro and claimed next-gen. To me, there needs to be a certain amount of innovation to make that claim, and bringing out an amped version doesn't cut it. If it ran solid 60 frames, then that would be great, but still not sure they could claim it as next-gen, and could they justify splitting the user base in that way? Um, I think that the next one will be... Uh, a proper break off, even if the power isn't necessarily what we would like. Um, I think the bottom line with the new PlayStation is it's going to have to be more powerful than the Xbox One X, isn't it? Yeah, Gibbons. Nothing can run stuff at 4K. Yeah, 4K 30. 30. Some things at 4K 60, not a lot. Yeah, and, and PJ sort of belittles the 60 frames thing there a little bit, but I, I get what he's saying, and also it just doesn't seem to be a priority anyway. Um, the best thing that can happen with a more powerful PlayStation is that they give me the option to choose the fucking resolution. So yeah, that if that'd I, be nice. If I want to run everything 1080-60, I should be able to. Yeah. Uh, because I don't care about the 4K-ness if it sacrifices the frame rate, and that's always been our party line here, hasn't it, buddy? Gibbons. Frame rate over something else. Yeah, frame rate over fidelity. Yeah, there we go. <clears throat> I like Beautiful. it. Slogan. I'm Box with point. him, though. Like... You remember when... Look at the the PS2 versus the PS1. Look at the PS3 versus the PS2. Look at the 360 versus the Xbox. Like These are giant leaps. They look completely different. They're not just a slightly more powerful box that looks very similar kind of thing. And the Pro was supposed to be a half step, so I can kind of understand that. But I think that will detract somewhat from the next PlayStation, the fact that they had that little cheeky one in the middle. It's... It's only going to make it slightly less exciting because the innovation's probably not going to be quite as much as obviously it would have been otherwise. I mean, I, I think you just need to look at like the, the new um, Nvidia graphics cards, the twenty eighties and stuff like that. the The main thing that they keep hammering home is the ray tracing abilities. So, like better shadows, better lighting, and stuff like that. Oh, did you see that Battlefield Five demo with the ray tracing, the Digital Foundry thing they did on Eurogamer? Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Amazing. <laughs> kind of good. But, I mean, that's the thing. I'd, 
None of that's going to be in the new, new consoles. Oh, God, no. None of that's going to be anywhere near the consoles. It's like a grand card, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but a lot of people are saying it's even for a graphics card upgrade, that's not enough to spunk out a grand. And this is from people that love PC gaming and stuff like that. A lot of people were saying, I'm just going to stick with my, my 1080 Ti until the next one. Because, yeah. you, know, you know, it's it's... Like we're saying, it's not as much of a step up to justify. Obviously, that fucking kind of stupid money. Obviously, there, like that, that is just insane amounts of money. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel that progression is kind of slowing down. Um, like we're never, we're way, never really going to see these huge jumps that we did in the past. And I don't, I don't know why that is because I don't. Understand, or I don't work in that kind of thing. Uh, uh, I think that it's it's, it's the fact that it, the consoles as a whole they're just PCs now. They're less quirky than they used to be. You know, there is that. Yeah, be, and the way that hardware was kind of quirky and weird, it was very bespoke before. Whereas now, you know, if you open up your PlayStation, you can identify if you if you've ever had any experience looking at PCs and and being able to identify components, like that's all you got in there. You know, it's but- just. I, I, I think a lot of the the groundbreaking stuff, like when you compare, like you know, the PS3 and the 360 to the Xbox One and the PS4, um, is like in game. I mean, obviously, visually, it's fantastic. Like, it's a hell of a lot better. I mean, you look at 360 games now, you're like, fucking, that looks dog shit. But at the time, it was like, it wasn't like jaw dropping. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah. like, wow, this is like a massive step up from, you know, when the first time you see like 1080p compared to back in the day. But then you need to kind of realize that some of the game environments and the game worlds and things like that that are being made on these consoles. Stuff like, like Horizon and God yeah, of War. Exactly. Incredible. Like looking, the sheer you know. size of these games and, yeah. you know, the, the, the finer details in, in these games. That is Stuff where, like Hitman, like the, the level of stuff that's going on in one yeah of exactly maps, the amount you know. of ai characters that are there the amount of just shit that's about you know like yeah. these yeah. worlds feel more immersive now than before like whereas Absolutely. you'd see like the same tree like 20 times but different heights or something like that kind of thing <laughs> yeah, in, exactly. in the past where where now we've got like full-on jungles that are completely different and things like that so it's it's not a case of like you know, making your eyes like glaze over with the gloriness of of how it looks. It's like the the density of it and things like that. I think is where definitely where it's going now. And I, I've said it a million times in the past: is the the, the lighting uh, and the water effects and things like that compared to previous gens. That's where you can really see the big difference. And I, I think that's going to be the same. Like kind of like with like the the ray tracing, like that that's obviously a big step forward but you know for a lot of people it's like that's not enough in a way which is uh, I, th- I think that's where we're gonna we're gonna end up with like our next ps5 uh or the other or the ps5 whenever it comes out yeah i totally agree man you're right it's uh you know and the thing with with immersive worlds is i think because we we live in a real world you don't tend to notice those changes quite so quickly as like an insane shift in graphical fidelity or yeah, like mega totally. mega resolutions. Yeah, it's just exactly. Not they're the easiest things to see. Noticeable. Yeah. As, uh, yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Totally agree. Well, anyway, uh, thanks very much, PJ uh, and to Funk. Thanks to everyone who contributed this week. Mm-hmm.
So I think that'll about do us, buddy. And bafflingly, uh, for the first time possibly ever on the JFG podcast, uh, I'm about to say the sentence. I think we're off to play COD now. Let's go play some Call of Duty, buddy. What's that all about? I don't know. I'm not happy about it, to be honest. You know. (laughs) Uh, Especially after, you know, last week we were like, yeah, we'll go play Destiny. And it's like, oh, no, we can't do that. I don't know what happened there. Had a big update. I think you planned it. You're like, yeah, fuck no, I downloaded. Nah, you download nah. the latest version yeah, of the video well, game. Blah, blah, blah. Should it not have Trump. the patch included? <laughs> yeah, you would have thought like, so, wouldn't what it? What the yeah. fuck am I downloading the whole, like, 65 gigs of Destiny for to then have to download a 20 gig patch? Can't Why is that, that not bundled in? There, mate. Yeah, it is what it is. Bullshit. Anyway. It's not like the patch was recent. It came out, like, ages before I downloaded the game. And also, what's with the PlayStation having 100 gigs of space left and being and yeah, like, no, I you're don't. full? Oh, no. Yeah, I, that's a big fucking annoyance. But then the fact of you download the content and then it says copying for like 45 minutes. And you're like, what are you well. fucking copying? Just Instead of copying it, just fucking just bang it in there. Just fucking <laughs> put the bread in the oven, buddy. Just put the bread in the oven. In why the why oven. not copy it into the folder it's going in in the first exactly. place? Exactly. It's fucking like, retarded. It's, it's like you've got a little dude in there being like, right, it's in the downloads folder now, right, open up C, drive program files, Destiny <laughs> 2. There we go. Copy Control paste. C. It's only a, Control V. Yeah, it's only a SATA drive, wait. so it's, it's going to take four hours to yeah, copy that across. It's fine. So Don't worry about be that. Be patient. Don't use it during the time either. Of Twats. Wankers. Yeah, yeah. fuck that. Anyway, um, <laughs> right, let's go. I really need a Wii. So yeah, me I'm too. I'm fucking off. as well. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for listening, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the proceedings this week. We'll, of course, be back again next time. Um, next week, in fact. But until next then, week. I have been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Farewell. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. You can find us at www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk where you'll also find our Discord and Streetbeat if you want to get involved with the show. Our Facebook is forward slash the JFG Podcast and our Twitter handle is at the JFG Podcast. We're on all those video streaming sites too, buddies, from ChewTube to Twitch.tv forward slash the JFG Podcast to Mixer.com, aka Beam.fuckingpro. We've got a PS4 community you can join. Just search the JFG Podcast on there. And we're also on Google Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Thanks so much for listening, buddies. We'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.